And it's going to really help grow your podcast because your audience knows that they, each time you actually are strategic in what you're you know, putting into their feed yeah. um, and that you actually care about what they care about. Three, two, one, zero. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Go Rogue Podcast. My name is Brian Fitton. This is the podcast dedicated to small business owners, marketers who are trying to do marketing differently, giving value, and then building their brand off of getting, giving that value. And I'm here today with Lauren Lewis. Hey. Hey. How's it going, Lauren? <laughs> it's going good. This is we're, we're doing our solo episode, hanging out in the studio. Very excited about today's topic. What is that, Lauren? Today, we are talking about five actionable steps to start a podcast. Ooh. Everybody wants to start a podcast. You know what? I'm becoming known, and I'm just going to say this because I wear this badge with honor. Please do. Uh, you know, I was talking to a guy yesterday, and he says, he walks in, and we were talking about something, and he said, he said they should start a podcast. I was like, exactly. And he's like, according to you, everybody needs a podcast. And I was oh, like, they do. Yes. Like, thank you. I mean, he said it joking as in, you know. But it's true. It's so true. <laughs> it's so true. Just because we enjoy podcasting, it's fun. It obviously enhances communication skills as well. I mean, everybody's growing, so I'm sure you've heard, you know, different errors that we have throughout our podcast. But it helps us as a personal development to be able to actually have a conversation with somebody. Interviewing, we interview a lot of awesome people on this podcast. That's true. So that those type of communication skills. But then also, I mean, we're going to dive into all of this, but. If you're passionate about something mm-hmm. and you can talk about it and enjoy talking about it and, and connect with others on that too, or solve problems for people, uh, especially around something you're passionate about, that's a, it's a win. It is. Absolutely. Yeah. And podcasting is growing. Yes, it is. It's growing so much. Uh, if you listen to Gary Vee at all, I mean, he just talks about audio. I was just, I mean, it's the next wave. So excited that we're on the front end of that. Not going to lie. Yeah, so. absolutely. Anyway, but before we get into everything, I just kind of did a brief overview. Before we get into all of that, what do uh, we like to have a little fun, right? At the beginning of our episodes. So talk to us to learn about that. We start every episode with what are you obsessed with this week? Mm. So. No. Go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I will start nice. us off. Yes. So I'm actually um, obsessed with, and I've been obsessed with this for a little bit, um, with a podcast. Brian, be excited. What? It's themed. All right. You have to tell everybody that. I mean, you were not a big podcast person. No, I do not like podcasts. we started podcasts. working together. <laughs> oh, you still don't like podcasts? <laughs> I am a really visual person. So having to learn something from an auditory perspective is hard for me, but mm-hmm. I've learned to appreciate it a lot more. I've also been driving a lot more this year. Okay. Um, and so because of that, I have learned to appreciate podcasts a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. I've also found some that I actually like. I think for a long time, I hadn't really found one that I liked. So the one I'm obsessed with and my husband and I both love is the Slash Filmcast. Okay. Oh, the Filmcast. I feel like I know this one. Slash Filmcast. Uh-oh. It's got a little slash. Uh-oh. Okay. Um, so they've been around for a while. Um, and my husband and I love movies. And so they review movies. Um, and they're definitely more from the kind of the perspective of it's not like we just like movies and we talk about, I mean, they actually are 
yeah. in the film industry and everything like that. So they actually understand they do some press screenings and things like that. So they're they're in it. Yeah. Um, but they talk about um, they kind of do before without spoilers. So you can listen to that. And then they do with spoilers, which is kind of fun. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So they'll let you know, like, hey, we're going into spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. But one of the things I love is then big movies, particularly like some of the Marvel movies, like the big Avengers ones or Star Wars is one of the particular ones I've been thinking about. They'll do like a two and a half hour conversation like going deep yeah um and they've actually had some really big names on their podcast of actual directors that have come on and it's very cool like Mm. they've done some really cool stuff but um we my husband and i love to go to a movie and then particularly when we're going to my in-laws house which is an hour drive we love to like listen to their podcast and hear the review and then my husband and i talk about did we agree? Did we disagree? It's really fun. And I've loved their podcast. Um, it's really well done. And it's uh, they're great conversationalists about movies. It's smart and it's educated and everything. But it's still a lot of fun. So yeah, yeah. I definitely suggest the Slash Filmcast. So I had my obsession. Yeah. And now I'm going to have to figure out another one. Because this is a podcast-themed yeah. episode. Do you have a podcast that you can recommend? Well, you know... There is some some that I that I love, and so I'm I'm going to. I mean, Gary V's podcast is a big one that I definitely <laughs> yeah. the Gary V audio experience. Uh, Gold Digger, okay, um, which yeah. is oh, I can't remember her name now. I just went blank. I can't remember it either. Oh, I'm so sorry no. you asked me to listen to her. <laughs> she is awesome. Yeah, she does a lot of business building. Could so sure. twenty thousand hertz is another one. Twenty thousand. So that's kind of goes along with your. Um, your actual your film slash slash film, film cast film cast uh so they talk about basically audio engineering and one of the episodes that i absolutely love are uh, they talk about movie trailers oh yeah it's called the bouge oh that you're telling me about that yeah, that was awesome yeah awesome so they've just talked about how the like the history of movie trailers they mm-hmm. kind of go into all of this like audio engineering in general like where it starts and how it you know it, uh, is relevant to in today's culture and so on twenty thousand hertz it actually is spelled out um but they have uh, quite a few different. Uh, so they have like Baby Shark. They talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, vroom Vroom. Where they go into like audio, like auto, like vehicle mm-hmm. um, audio and stuff like that. It's really strange. But it's okay. like they do it in a very storytelling way. Okay. So it's not just like two dudes sitting around talking. Like sure. they, it's a storytelling type podcast, NPR style. Okay. Um, but yes. So the Bouge is the one that has been my favorite. So. The uh, but yeah, talking about movie trailers, and then they talk about like how it went from like in a world you know those type of guys <laughs> that was pretty good thanks thanks <laughs> so they talk about those two guys that were like the i mean for like 20 years those were the guys that did every movie trailer. sure and then how it's shifted now into from inception right oh yeah that inception uh trailer kind of changed the trailer game to where it was like the like yeah. that, like, and then there was like, wah. they talk about that. It's the booze and the wah. It's crazy. <laughs> so much fun for our listeners right so, now. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're still listening to this. You're a champ. You need to text us and let us know. I was still listening after Brian's obsession for the week. Yes. Um, anyway, the booze and the wah. Okay. Uh, and so, it was the podcast. The podcast is called 20,000 Hertz. Nice. Yeah. That's pretty so, good. 
Anyway, really good stuff. I really enjoy it. Um, and I'm going to tell you something. Podcast recommendation. The only reason I found that was because I listened to another podcast mm-hmm. and they featured that episode on their podcast. So cool. So Imaginary Worlds, uh, which is Eric Malinsky's podcast, and he does storytelling and he talks about science fiction and how that relates with pop culture and how, I mean, there's, so he features a lot of podcasts That's cool. like that. And so if you're not, I'm telling you, it works to feature mm-hmm. other people who have podcasts on your podcast and to... You know, Absolutely. I tried on that one the other day because they featured the episode on there. Perfect. Yeah. <sighs> it works. Yep. It's how, it's how it works. So if you want to build a podcast audience, I mean, you're starting. Yes. We're giving you five actionable steps to mm-hmm. start a podcast today. And so this yep. is, we didn't even talk about that in the, these actionable steps up to starting, but it's definitely something you should do later on. So anyway. <laughs> All right, I'll save one of my other obsessions for the next episode. Okay. There you go, there you go. All right, hey, let's jump into this. Yep. Let's do this. Okay, I mean, so someone comes up to you, I want to start a podcast. Um, it sounds easy, but it really when, does. when a lot of people get into it, to become successful at podcasting, there are there is a lot of work yeah. involved and everything, yeah. and there's some things that you should know. And so, we actually read a really fantastic article um, by Forbes, which is actually twelve, I think, actionable steps. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so they we brought, took our favorites. Yeah, they brought in um, some really great um, resources and. Um, people who have some really great experience in podcasting to kind of give their advice. So we'll share some of those quotes, but you um, should totally check out the episode and we'll definitely have the links in our show notes and our blog. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and even that, I mean, taking, taking this article for what it's worth too, and, and adding our own spin to it. Absolutely. um, It's kind of a a launching point. And so very excited to talk about this. So um, you said, if somebody comes to you says, Hey, I want to start a podcast. What do you do? Literally the first question or the first thing I say is, are you prepared to do this for the next five years? Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, we talk about that because really you need to have enough episodes under your belt to understand is your audience receiving this? Mm-hmm. Right. And we talk about success. Like, how do you define that success? Yep. Um, because it's different in a lot of accounts. So. So I have a great quote that goes hand in with you're just saying. So we're talking about podcasting is really about the long game. And so Rachel Cook from Rachel Cook MBA says, after podcasting for more than five years, I've seen many people launch a new podcast, but abandon it before they hit the 10th episode. If you are truly committed to podcasting as a part of your big picture strategy, go into it with the understanding that it could easily take many months before you find your voice, your value proposition and your audience stick with it. Yeah, no, I I completely agree with that. And, and just even, uh, I mean, most people, start off and they can talk about 10 different things, mm-hmm. right? Um, but after that, what do you do? After that, how do you keep that going? Do you just roll back through and talk about those 10 same things, you know? Um, and that's why we always, always encourage that to have a mix of what your podcast is, like mm-hmm. have a good mixture of it or set it up to where it's seasons. So my wife has the Adopted Mom podcast, um, about to hit her 50,000 downloads. So awesome. She may be over that actually now. Wow. A, she could tell you. She could, which is great. Um, and she's been doing it for two and a half, almost three years now. I think getting close to probably more three, but three, yeah. 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 So um, three years and it doesn't, I mean, it, that feels like a long time. And that's, I mean, it's, it's, you know, she's uh, five to 800 downloads per episode, mm-hmm. you yep. know, which is, uh, it's a feat and it's very niche too. And mm-hmm. so that's what we talk about too, is like making sure that it's niche and we're going to kind of get into the, some of that, but defining your success because lots of people get into it thinking, Hey, I'm going to have a million downloads. 
Right. Right. Everyone <laughs> wants to hear about the topic I'm going to talk about. And if you go too broad, that yep. obviously is not going to be the case. And so success, defining success, mine, when I first started the Go Rogue podcast back 2013, mm-hmm. the first edition of this podcast, uh, mine was de- dedicated to interviewing people um, and especially like tech startups in our area. And so I just wanted to talk with people, get to know people and get access to people that I normally wouldn't have access to. Right. And uh, just to hear their stories. And so. I define success as like, hey, we had this person on the podcast and it was a great interview and we were able to kind of make a connection. And a lot of those people I still am able to talk to, text, message, email, and they know who I am because of that. We we probably averaged about 200 downloads on our episodes, which was still pretty good, especially back in 2013. Sure. Um, but yeah, having to define that success, making sure it's a long-term play. Um, but it really does take about a year before you can really know whether or not this is going to last People are listening. And I mean, if you're knocking out 52 episodes, that's a big deal, too. That's sure. A lot, so. Well, and I mean, I think you're hitting on it is that success can be a lot more than a number that you see on an analytics sheet. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so to understand that that first year, you're going to probably see some crappy numbers, but that's okay because you're growing, you're working at it and consistency. And if you're reaching, you know, 30 people, maybe each episode, it'll eventually grow, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's going to take a while for you to find your audience and to build it. But I mean, I think that that hits it right there. Like really define what is going to be success for you within your first year of podcasting. Yeah. Consistency is the big piece, especially right out of the gate, because you're asking somebody to subscribe. You're asking somebody to say, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to show up in your feed. Mm-hmm. And if they only see you once every couple of months, I mean, I'm, I'm immediately, even YouTube, you know, people that I'm like, I'm going to unsubscribe because I don't know when your content's going to come out and I don't want it to just randomly show up. I'm like, oh yeah, they haven't even been here for three months. Like that's, that's not good. Sure. That's not good. So. Sure. All right. So you have committed to the fact that podcasting is going to take a while. It's going to take a while to develop and for you to develop your voice, your audience, all those things. So now you're ready. You're saying I'm committed. Now we're going to the next step. So we always suggest that you're going to plan, 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 plan. Oh, man. Planning. Uh, And I'm going to defer to you on this one because you're, I mean, Lauren's great at like making sure to have our plan in place. And she she does not like it when I mess up the plan too. It's okay. It's all we're always. (laughs) I'm always messing things up more than I'm sticking to the plan. So, but um, it's tough. Yeah, it's very difficult. It is, and so I actually am really privileged. um, Brian asked me to complete a course, and so I'm actually in the middle of Pat Flynn's amped up course. Yeah. Um. So I've been taking some resources resources from him and just like studying with Brian and everything. And so, um, one of the suggestions is to plan once a quarter, um, to look over and to really think out over this quarter, what kind of episodes that you want to do. Um, on top of that, you, you can make huge list of all these titles and keep going. And that, I think that's a great activity to yeah, do. Yeah. Um, and once you have that giant list is to think about, does this really fit with my show? Yeah. And we talk with a lot of our clients um, about our four pillars. So Ryan kind of dive deep into why should we have four pillars? What is that? Yeah. As uh, we talked about variety in the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're talking about the same exact thing, every single episode, um, it's just going to get boring no matter what it is, no matter mm-hmm. how exciting the topic is, it's going to get boring. And so, um, we kind of break ours up into those four specific categories. So we'll go through ours. So sure. we kind of, so the first one is video. That's a big one because video is obviously we're about video marketing. 
Uh, the second one is about podcasting. So this episode is yep. we plan this to talk about podcasting and specifically right at the beginning of the year. So we're in January right mm-hmm. now. And so it is one of those that people are taking actionable steps to yep. do things in their business because they have the year ahead of them and they're in that planning mode. So we want you to take action, knock out your podcast, right? Um, the third one that we talk about is social media marketing in general yep. because it ties into the video marketing, ties into the podcast. So all three of those kind of work together. But they branch out into quite a few different things. And then the fourth one is always a why. Mm-hmm. So we want you to be able to talk about who you are as a company, a why factor. So um, because what, what it, why do you do what you do, right? Because people want to know about that. And as Simon Sinek talks about, people buy why you do something, not what you do. Right? Sure, and sure. And so um, it is one of those things. And so our fourth is usually a founder series. Yep. So it's not necessary, very not necessarily tactical, practical things. I mean, we sometimes have that with our founders, but it's more of us giving back. It's like, we just want to have awesome conversations with people who are doing some really cool things. Uh, it could be tied to digital stuff. It could be tied to e-commerce or whatever else, but sure. there's so many different factors of it. And so we really do try to plan those out, but those are kind of the four, four different pillars. That way it mixes up your content enough too. Sure. And with that variables, you can look at, you know, say you had a list of 50 topics and then, you know, we had one where we were looking at doing a, a podcast episode on networking. Yeah. And then when we looked at our four pillars and we said, it doesn't really fit. And so we realized, you know, this isn't one we should, we should do. Yeah. Uh, it's not like that it wouldn't be a good episode, but it's not necessarily on focus for what we're trying to do. Um, and so really when you're able to plan and sit through, you're going to actually have a strategic message that's going for you have a focus and so that your podcast isn't all over the place. It's inconsistent with its messaging or maybe it's timing or whatever. And so it really, really helps. Um, and it's going to really help grow your podcast because your audience knows that they, each time you actually are strategic in what you're you know, putting into their feed yeah. um, and that you actually care about what they care about. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that goes back to knowing your audience too. So you want to make sure to keep it in the same, same realm. You know, we're not talking about dog walking, you know, <laughs> on this, on this show, because that doesn't appeal to you. Maybe you do like dog walking, but that's not something that is, is normally want to stay consistent. I'm sure there are great dog walking podcasts oh out there. I don't know. I'll just pull that out of the air. So anyway, but what I'm saying is that you would need to make sure to plan these things out. So a quarter is, is a great time to plan because seasonality, we talk about this all the time is seasonality. What's mm-hmm. happening Yeah, because you could really, leverage, especially during those times, especially if people are searching for certain things, you know, during the holidays, during, you know, New Year's Eve and or beginning of the new year, people are looking for actionable things to take action. I mean, that's, you know, when you see your gym memberships rise and all the things, I mean, so we're talking about those things and planning those things and being intentional. So. And one thing we've been doing when we've been planning is also we are immediately trying to plan the title. And I think we didn't do this beforehand and we've seen a lot of, um, I can't think of the word, but like, it's been way better with us planning the title because like, instead of us being like, here's some things you should do for starting a podcast. You mm-hmm. know, we say, here's five steps you can take to start a podcast. Yeah, There's yeah. so much more punch and power in that. And it also helps you when you're planning that episode. I have five steps that I'm actually supposed to say about, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not just like, well, how much can I pack in one episode? <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking a hundred things we could talk about. Sure. That are probably pretty actionable. But... I mean, and the article that we had talked about earlier had 12, yeah. but we decided to talk about five. Yeah. And I think yeah. it just helps give you focus. And also your audience is searching then for those five things. Yeah. 
So well, and that sounds even more manageable. Nothing against Forbes, and I'm sure they have a lot of researchers like oh, sure. doing things sure. intentional. Uh, but five things is way more manageable than twelve. Yeah, and so that's why we pulled out our favorites too. So sure. So think about your titles as well. Yeah. Um, if you could actually make it a good, interesting title that they would actually say, "Oh, I want to listen to that." Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. that's the biggest piece of it. This is in even more in the YouTube marketing space. Mm-hmm. They talk about that. They say design your title before you even shoot the video. Yeah, like you need to know what your title is before you go into that. You need to almost have your thumbnail designed before you even go into the content. So most people do it the opposite. Mm-hmm. And so when you already know the direction, the goal of the video, you naturally talk and you naturally film and you naturally go towards that goal. So sure. So when we're talking about planning, one of the things it's easy to kind of write down all the titles. It's easy to, um, well, I mean, I say it's easy, but you can come (laughs) up with a big list and you can be all strategic and everything. Um, and then you get to the actual work of it and that's the recording part. And what we have found to be the most successful is to batch record. So what does it mean to batch record? That means you batch record. It means you batch and you batch and you, I mean, it is recording all of your episodes if you can. Uh, yeah. Those planned ones in one sitting. So this it's is exhausting. our second episode of the day. Mm-hmm. We're just going to kind of let you guys in behind behind the scenes. <laughs> so if you see another episode out there where we're wearing the same clothes, <laughs> it's not that we just really love these clothes. It is batch recording. And yep. so we've talked about this on the show before, but it just makes it so much easier. Plan one day a month. Really? Absolutely. You know, and knock out four episodes or knock out five if possible. Four sure. is kind of the max. I think we've hit that wall. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, understand that you're human and like it actually, it doesn't sound like it. You're just talking and having a conversation, but it's exhausting. It is. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of brain power going into it. Um, so, you know, figure out, hey, every, you know, every Monday, actually, they're the most successful podcasters. Every single Monday, mm-hmm. they batch record. And you think about it, if you, in one month, you can knock out, you know, 25 episodes. Oh my goodness. I mean, that's huge. And so that's, that is one of those things that you think about. I mean, that's half of the year essentially taken care of in one month. And so, uh, really be thinking about that, like know your own capacity, but especially if you're doing interview show, stack those interviews up and knock them out. And I think what's great about having with batch recording is you have this stockpile of episodes and you can be even more strategic with the release of those. Oh, yeah. Because you're not desperate to be like, oh, my gosh, I need another episode. It's like, oh, this would be perfect. Or you can start pairing episodes to go back to back and everything. Um, It just works so well. And you know exactly the quality of your episodes because it's going to happen when you record a a bunch of it. There might be one that kind of stinks and you don't have to air it. But if you're in a space where every Friday you're supposed to be releasing an episode and it's the only one available. Yeah. Kind of stuck. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and just even going back to the planning, I know with, with my wife, she does a lot of the, the seasonal things and she has every five episodes has kind of a bigger guest. Mm-hmm. And then, so she plans those out accordingly and tries to record those ahead of time. So that way she knows episode five, episode 10, episode, whatever, she's making sure to have those planned out ahead of time. So, and you're recording those, batching those, making yep. sure to have those ready to go. So. Absolutely. Um, Practical tip we talk about, we kind of joke about wearing the same clothes, but with batch recording, (laughs) we do typically actually change outfits, hats, things like that. Um, We just didn't plan as well, (laughs) but it is a a helpful tip for anything. But I did have a good uh, quote for that um, from actually 
John Hitler of Evoking Genius. Hitler. Poor guy's name. Anyways, he said, you would not go on vacation without any cash, nor would you stay up all night before a marathon. If you're going to succeed in creating a great podcast, create a bank of episodes that meet or exceed your expectations for quality and impact. In that way, you are always three months ahead, such that you're only replenishing currently running episodes with future ones. You'll sleep better. Wow. Yeah. So the goal is what a lot of successful podcasters say is to be three months ahead of your podcast. I mean, for podcasters, when you hear that, if you're not in that space, it sounds magical. Yeah. It really does. Yeah, for real. (laughs) But it is completely doable. Yes, absolutely. It just takes that planning. And here's the deal. You hit on it, but you're going to have guests that cancel, reschedule. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've had to reschedule our guests, too. I mean, you're going to have different times. And if there's no structure around it, it can get very stressful. Yes. And if you're trying to get just another episode out just to hit, I mean... It's, it is, it, it adds a weight to it that it shouldn't have. Like you shouldn't have to worry about that. Like it should be fun. It should be exciting and it should be entertaining and educational all within the same thing. And if you're exhausted, it just doesn't work. Sure. Okay. So one of the things that we also talk, so number four would be know what makes you unique and be able to communicate that. So particularly like we are a podcast that talks about marketing And we are not the only podcast that talks about marketing. Nope. So if we just said, we're a marketing podcast, listen to us, no one's going to care. Yeah, true. (laughs) Um, And so it's learning to find what's unique about us and being able to communicate that clearly to our audience so they know what kind of value we actually bring to the table. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's part of finding your voice. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, again, there are other podcasts that I listen to that are so similar but I love who the hosts are and I love mm-hmm. about their, their antics, their stories, their, it's entertainment value. And then also I love their perspective. Sure. And so I think that's something that probably holds a lot of people back is like, well, I'm not any different than all these other people. Mm-hmm. And so I think that does, you have to, you really do have to kind of plan it out. Be like with us, we do, we do certain things. So we have our obsessions at the beginning because we want you to know more about us. Mm-hmm. It creates more of a personal touch. Um, and then if you listen Later in to the episode, we have our hidden tracks, essentially, right. uh, which is basically we do a rapid fire mm-hmm. um, with our guests usually, but even between us, like yep. we want to make sure that, that it's, it is fun. Like we make it a little bit different. Um, and then honestly, the things that we're talking about, we're not talking about everything when it comes to video marketing. We rarely try to talk about like the technical side of things Correct. because over audio, even though this is recorded through video and you can find it on YouTube and everything else, we're not showing you how to on all this stuff. And so we've really been able to say this is what sets us apart we enjoy hanging out we enjoy talking about these things and we want to make it fun too so absolutely and so i think i mean sitting down you know before you start your first episode i mean really thinking about you know i want to talk about oh give me something coffee yeah you know and it's like it cannot be the only coffee podcast out there for sure but there can be some unique angle and it doesn't have to be like reinventing the wheel here, but it's finding something that you can have a niche with and that you can talk with for a while, not just five episodes. You can talk about it, something a lot more. I mean, I remember we went to a conference and there was a podcast expert talking anything that one of the most successful podcasts was a chameleon breeder. What in the world? I know but he (laughs) said, you know, this podcaster had found this niche. They had found Mm -hmm. why they were unique and there were other chameleon breeders out there that wanted this particular information. And it was like crazy that it was taking off. I mean, I remember him sharing the download numbers. It was something astronomical. 
Oh, I cannot believe yeah. there are that many chameleon breeders <laughs> out there, but it was something crazy. And so it's finding something that's unique, and it also proves the point that there's people out there that want have the same interests as you. Yeah, yeah, so. absolutely. Well, and that's just it. Find your community. If you already have a community of people online, you're a part of some Facebook groups or whatever yeah. else, like I would poll them and say, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. Mm-hmm. What are some topics you would like to talk about or like to hear about? Sure. Um, and you could even do some research ahead of time. But the most successful podcasts like you talk about are niche podcasts, mm-hmm. right? And ours is not super niche, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we do focus on something very specific, but, um, you know, like... Um, well, we'll just talk about actually one of our, our good friends and clients, and he's been on our podcast before, but Sean Black, mm-hmm. um, he's a, has a facilities maintenance podcast. Yeah. That was something I didn't even know existed right. before right. He came, they came to us and say, Hey, we want to, we want to do a podcast, but the relationships he's built through it. I mean, he's consistent and, and it's, it's grown. Yeah. It's crazy. Like his down to numbers. I'm not going to share those, but it, I mean, it's one of those things are not crazy high, but they're way more than what I, I was like, I didn't know there were that many facility maintenance people yeah. out there. And there's a whole world of those people that want to learn more and how to do their job better absolutely he's doing a great job with providing that that content and those guests and the experts and i mean it's just it's phenomenal so yeah so if you're a facilities maintenance person out there absolutely check out fm evolution yeah fm evolution (laughs) podcast good for sure um okay so the last thing and this is where we are super passionate about is that if you do have a podcast what are you going to do with it? Yes. What are you going to do with it, Brian? You, what is the, what is the rule? Pat Flynn talks about this a long time ago, but it was like the 80, 20 rule. There's a bunch of 80, 20 rules, oh, but yeah. it's basically 20% production, 80% promotion. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's one of those things where if you're not out there promoting it, people are not going to find it. Right, you know, right. uh, there used to be the new and noteworthy section in iTunes. You kind of, everybody kind of got a feel for that. You're able sure. to hit the new and noteworthy. Um, but that doesn't really exist anymore. Mm-hmm. And so there are not really any ways to like hack the system. You just have to provide good quality content. Well, social media is the way to really do that. And if you, like I said, if you already have a community, it's a way to make sure that they're involved in what you're doing. Uh, but repurposing that content like crazy. You'll probably see this episode repurposed several times in different ways. So that's something that we do here at Go Rogue is we make sure to take one piece of that content and then chop it up and make sure to, that it communicates on those certain platforms, right? So Facebook people are different. They're, Mm -hmm. they're there for different reasons than LinkedIn, than TikTok, than Instagram. It's all different. And so you need to make sure that you're communicating that message wherever that platform is. So, yeah, I mean, your podcast alone is not going to find people. You need to communicate that with your audience. And so it's not um, impossible to start working to repurpose that into a blog to take a small clip podcast do that yeah you know yeah. um find quotes you know get some show notes i mean all those things all of a sudden start providing little pieces of content that you can share to your audience so they get a taste of what it's like and they want to subscribe yeah absolutely and you, you guys if you're watching you get to see our faces you get to see our little setup here um you get to actually see what kind of behind the scenes a little bit too and that's sure. i mean everybody loves behind the scenes stuff everybody loves to see exactly what's happening and what's going on um and it just builds a connection even more so Absolutely. Fantastic. So, so our five actionable steps, Lauren recap here. Okay. You should understand and be committed to the fact that podcasting is a long game. Mm -hmm. You should plan like crazy. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Plan, 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 plan. Um, we highly recommend as the third step is to batch record. Yes. Um, really batch record. And then, understand what makes you unique and be able to communicate it 
And then number five is to repurpose your podcast um, onto social media to market what you're doing so people can actually find your podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Make it easy. If you have a guest, make it easy for them to share. I was on a podcast recently and I didn't know it launched, didn't know how to share it out. Like I would have been happy to share it out, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, you're creating extra work for me to be able to go back through and find where it is and then share that. And then no, just make it easy. Like there are lots of ways to grow your podcast and that's something we we're going to talk about in a future episode. Um, but definitely take these, these five steps. These are just kind of your basic ones, but, um, I would add a sixth of step of just do it. Just Just, do it. Just do it. Like you can reach out to us too. We'd love to talk with you about that and and help you. We'll help you any way that we can. Um, But you should definitely start in 2020, start your podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. So, all right. Anything else, Lauren? The sixth step is it. Do it. (laughs) Just Just do your podcast. Do it. Get behind the mic. Awesome. Well, you guys can get all the show notes, everything we talked about in the article that was uh, um, referenced in this this podcast episode at GoRogueX.com. Um, you can see everything there and we'll have the videos and we'll have the blog and we'll have all the stuff that's there that you can check out. So, um, if not, make sure you guys subscribe to us cause we yeah. would love to show up in your feed as well. And we are part of the power press, um, uh, network. And so you guys should go there and check out some awesome podcasts as well. So there's look what I did is there, uh, the adoptive mom there podcast you go. is there. there. Um, and so there's lots of resources and, and really cool stuff out there. So, uh, definitely I like to talk about, just go do it. Yeah. All right. I'll see you guys next week. for rapid fire i'm ready for rapid fire do this okay what's your most hated household chore oh it used to be the dishes yeah not anymore i don't know why i just it's kind of like therapeutic to do the dishes now. i think it's therapeutic yeah maybe vacuuming okay my wife and i have had a like an agreement almost okay just because i work so much yeah that she's like like I really don't mind doing all the household chores. So really, I don't. There's not a hated one, but it used to be the dishes when I had to do the dishes all the time. I would okay. put them off, and so I love my wife so much, and I definitely contribute when I come <laughs> home. But there's never like a I have to do this when I get home. So most of my duties are like what, like bathing the kids and like. Sure. So anyway, this is a really long answer, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> all right, what is your hated household chore? Putting up clean clothes. Oh, I hate putting yeah. them on the hangers and yeah. like, uh, it's just those piles that grow on the bed. And then it's like, I have little boys and they're like tiny little freaking socks. And, yeah. <laughs> and they never match. You can never find the other yeah, ones. Yeah. And... You know, it, it's something that my husband and I both hate. And so it's kind of <laughs> one of those things that it's not like, he'll be like, Oh, I'll, I'll do that. It's like, we both hate it so much. And yeah. so, but it needs to get done. Cause then you just have piles of clean clothes that are going around. And then the kids like jump into the pile of clothes and you're like, ew. Jam hands coming for him. So. <laughs> Peanut butter hands. Anyways. All okay. Right. Um, what was the last movie you cried in? Oh, that one's tough. I can share mine. Okay, go while ahead. you think about it. So I have to admit, I actually cried a little bit in Star Wars. The Last okay. Jedi. Okay. Was it The Last Jedi? Is that no. the, his name? What Rise, is it called? Rise of Skywalker. Thank you. <laughs> the Last Jedi. <laughs> My bad. Okay. <laughs> 
They're all like running together now. Yeah, they all true. sound the same. Um, but yeah, it kind of got me a little bit as it's kind of ending all of the, the saga and all of some of the pieces and everything. And I mean, it, it has some flaws, but it yeah. was it was good. Oh, yeah, it was I mean, a great movie. Yeah, and yeah. so it got me a little bit and everything. But yeah, it was Star Wars. Yeah, I, I mentioned that to somebody. Somebody was not watching it because they're like diehard Star Wars fan. They had like this vendetta against them. I read all the reviews and it was terrible. And this make your like, own review. It was a phenomenal movie for a movie about a child sci-fi world. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean, like. We, gotta, we get too far in our own heads. So anyway, it was a great. If you're a diehard fan, just watch just it and watch then it. have your own review. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, I'm not going to support this because such and such was such a. Oh, movie. no. I'm kidding. Oh, no. Anyway. Um, okay. So I'm going to go dark a little bit. Oh, no. Oh. Okay. It was the last one. So oh, here we go. Okay. It so. the Joker. I'm going to throw no, it. I did not cry in the Joker. Okay. Oof, that would have been weird. Um, <laughs> no. So mine was the, uh, it's the, what, it's the redacted report. So it's the report, but the middle part, it's redacted. So it's talking about, so it actually has Adam Driver in it, another okay, Star Wars yeah, guy. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's on basically after 9-11, all the torture and stuff that they oh. did to um, the, like the Islamic. Sounds like why, a why great watch. Well, it was basically behind, it was like kind of how the CIA had covered up so much stuff sure. and all the politics that are involved with it and how much time this one guy spent just uncovering all this stuff and started to see all this stuff. And so there was, I mean, it is not for the faint of heart. And so they did a good job of kind of depicting some of the torture. And like, at one point it didn't make me like kind of tear up. And I was just like, Oh, this is basically people not being treated like humans. Sure. I understand the terrorism and all that stuff. And everybody was angry. And I'm trying to put it like back in the time piece of like after that, everybody was scared. I mean, there's so much stuff going on, but, uh, as you know, Senator McCain said, in his speech, he was like, it doesn't matter. We need to rise above sure, that. We absolutely. do not to be driven by fear. And so, uh, yeah, it was it was a phenomenal movie in the sense of, like, understanding all that and kind of seeing humanity at its oh, best yeah. and yeah. worst. Yeah. Those are so hard. But some of that torture stuff, I was just like, Oof. I can't do any of that. So I cannot I watch that. I didn't realize it was so much. And when you're kind of in it, they kind of it kind of jumps in. Oh, and so you no. can't just like fast. It's not like a long torture scene. It was like a lot of kind of spotty stuff. And so you're like, oh, gosh. Wow, right, I'm so glad mine is. was Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> you asked with the last one. I'm sure there was one before that. I just can't sure. think of it. So. Sure. <sighs> I don't cry a whole lot in movies. but I don't I either. Do, though I did walk in on my kids watching Up. And it was Aww. the beginning scene. It's hard not to cry in that yeah. one. It's so sad. That is sad. All right, this is a great way to end the podcast. <laughs> Hope maybe we need to put that one first next time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Talk about the emotions. Hey, we thank you guys so much, and we're out. Griffin uh, Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed.